welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garricks, coming to you from the Fairfield Comedy Club with our headliner tonight, my friend Paul Verzi. Paul, welcome Joe, back. what's up, dude? Last time we did this, we were sitting in front of the fireplace. I know. We were in front of the, the fireplace. We had, yeah, we had the festival. We had the crowd. That was, that was fun. That was honestly the most fun that I had uh, doing the pod. I Something about the live audience. Yeah. Yes. And I always have fun here, man. This is like one of those places where it's like, it's small and we joke about it, but it's it's kind of like, it's I've been to a lot worse clubs with better setups, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like a place you'll go, you're like, oh, this looks like, and then you're just like, oh, this this is. It's weird here. It's like, it's, it doesn't make sense why it works. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's one of those things, like if you took all the ingredients and you're like, oh yeah, this is like the cocktail here. You'd be right. Like, that sounds like fucking shit. And then you taste it, and you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like if I were to, to walk in here and be, and they were like, "Do you want to do a comedy show? We'll put up curtains here." Like, <laughs> like, and like, like they gave no. me, and I would be like, "I just don't think we'll get folding chairs and we'll put up tables here, and you'll stand in front just of the fireplace." The fireplace, yeah. And, we'll get a little six inch riser. <laughs> I would be like, "Nah, you know what? I'm gonna move on to the next pub." Or, <laughs> no, no, wait, hear me out. Uh, the people are gonna be wasted on their own booze. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be just oh BYOB, <laughs> and there's checks mix if you're hungry. <laughs> and this is the quality of audience that really appreciates the BYOB. That's why they're there. Um, no, it, you know, I think part of it is like when you walk into the room. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you who haven't been to the Fairfield Comedy Club, come check it out. But it's it's just a hotel lobby that looks like a hotel lobby, and we just throw white plastic folding chairs in. But I feel like you you walk in there. And as an audience member, you're probably like your expectations go down. You're like, oh, what did I get into? What is this BYOB comedy show that yeah. I signed up for? And then you start to get some real talent in there. And yeah. people like, are like, holy crap, this is like really good. And it, it, it's a fun room. It's it's always fun. You know, no matter how many people we get in that room, it's good. But a night like tonight where we have like the kind of crowd that you draw, like that's it's so much fun. Like, it, it's so fun. It's electric. It's so fun packed. And uh it, it's one of those things where it's like after you, it becomes a staple. It's like the place. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, if you want to see a great show in Fairfield, go to the hotel and you're going to see. And, you know, and, and the people will probably say, oh, the chairs, this and that. But wait. Yeah. And then you go. And I know a lot of comedians. Love, like I know like Artie Lang loves coming up here. Right. Yeah. And like there's all these comics are just like, dude, that room is it's insanely intimate and they're just great and they're psyched. Yeah. And the no, clientele they're, they're, that they're, brings the BYOB, like so I just saw somebody with Rafino Chianti, so it's <laughs> it's not like somebody's coming in here with fucking you know, you know Bush or what was the one that no, was we got like some of those Bush what was people. the one like five bucks for like ninety beers? <laughs> oh, one of those <laughs> <it> like, apps, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, it was like a packed like party like pyramid. We haven't had anyone show up with that. We've had people roll in with like pony kegs. We've had wow. people roll in with like handles of vodka. Have you had any forties or no? Um. I don't know if we've had 40s. Uh, probably. Yeah. I mean, you sometimes you just like look in the trash at the end of the night, and you're like, "What the <laughs> fuck did these animals get into?" Uh, <laughs> but it works, and yeah. they they're here to have a good time, and they have it, and yeah, it, it it's great. No, um, it's great. It's it's a lot of fun. But yeah, so glad glad to have you back. I uh, you know, I was thinking, you know, coming up in the end of the year, and you had just like I think a fucking fantastic year. Good year, um, thank God, yeah. And, you know, and, and we're happy that you spent so much of it with us over this past year. Yeah. It's always great to have you here. And I'm just wondering, like, you know, after, you know, kind of a, just a dominant year that you had, like, what, what are you looking at for 2020? Like, do you have a game plan? Like, what's the strategy? What's... It take me through it. Yeah, so, you know, it's like... So I feel like a lot of people think certain years that are great are 
but they don't realize that there's also there's that prep year and then the year that shit comes out <laughs> right so it's like so what I want to do is what I did in 19 was travel all over the country all these great clubs improvs and stuff doing the new hour right and then now what I want to do is at some point in 2020 figure out where and when we're going to shoot the new one who we're going to shoot it with and do that so that's definitely something that's on the block also um you know uh pitched a television show that uh has legs right now and it's going to be and, and we're going to be taking it to some really uh you know heavy players come uh the summertime so that w- with the tv show pitch so that and um yeah and i i I got to work with Judd Apatow in the Pete Davidson movie, and, you know, hopefully, I don't know if my scene... The cool thing about my scene was, even if it does get cut for time, I'm in the movie because of certain things that I can't say, so you will see me. Yeah. Uh, So it was kind of cool, and working with him. But again, that's something that I did this year that doesn't even come out to the summer. So whether it gets cut or not, it was still something that comes out the next year. So, But, like, continue acting, doing the new special, pitching the show, and, um, yeah, just moving forward, man. Like, just getting it right. Yeah. Getting it right and getting it better and then it's funny and then like next and then that'll look like that could look like a quiet year and then all of a sudden if, if one or two of those things then the next year it's like oh so yeah that, that's it but it's it's like we were talking before the show it's always having a short-term and long-term goal and a plan and i have you know i have a great manager and agent so just working with a good team and coming up with that stuff and you know just seeing what i want to do and, and to be honest man just trying to balance it with my family yeah you know because that was like this was like the first year to be honest joe it was like my son was like all right dad like five weekends in a row because it was like atlanta then literally three texas ones and all flying back so like atlanta houston dallas san antonio my, my son was like that you know so um so it is tr- i'm trying to do that as well yeah but it's all good shit man thank god do you thank feel god. like the acting stuff gives you a little more freedom on that I, or is that well this just is the kind of whole different challenge with that? I'm, I'm at the thing with acting where someone's like oh he might be good for that part he might be but what i want to do moving forward is as is, is do i mean stand up is always number one yeah but do get a do get a, uh, an acting agent now and like maybe go out for certain things that could be a fit. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then that would be cool too, you know. And, and and it is cool. Like if I do like Good Morning Football, which I do that I do on a, a lot in the morning. I just go down and I'm home with the kids at night. So that that does free up some stuff. Yeah. But if I have to get on an airplane later that day, I have to. Yeah. It just is. What, I signed up for the shit. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So I could sit there. Oh, it's tough. It's like, but I, I dreamed about doing it, and now you <laughs> and know now the I dream's mean? coming <laughs> true. And, and now I can't be like, oh, who would have thought I'm that there'd Newark be some downsides or, to it? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the the thought of being like, oh my god, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to JFK and I'm gonna hop on a plane and then I'm gonna go to Arizona and then all of a sudden it's like fast forward and I'm like sitting outside of Hudson News looking at my thing. They're like, flight sixteen one one has been delayed and you're just like, what am I doing? So well, I think it's funny because it's like in a way it's like like all your dreams are coming true and then you're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's so tr- like I know some but I know some people that are like millionaires and like the, the, their problems you're just like wow like it doesn't matter yeah I I think you know what I think is funny about it too I I mean like I'm obviously at a very different point you know in my comedy career and I remember you know like the first time I started like getting paid to be on shows and like a lot of it was like working on the club here you know for a while it's just like oh whatever stage time i could get happy to be on the stage yeah. just want to work and then you know start working here and other places and i start getting paid and i'm like well i'm only gonna like do it if i get paid and right. it's nice to be able to do that but at the same time like once you get paid it like it becomes work <laughs> yeah you know and there's like just some level of that like oh i just love doing this oh i've just got to do this yeah. and then it's like oh wait 
I've got to monetize this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh wait, it's not. I mean, it's still a lot of fun, but yeah. but there, it takes like a little bit of the shine no, off in and, some way. Yeah, and and that's a really good point because um, I was, there was there was a bunch of comedians the other day talking, and I said, I go, if you got into, if you initially got into stand up for money. Then it's just it's like a really I mean it's like the, like I what mean, a bad choice. I mean, it's either the, it's either a bad choice or you were the most confident fucking like psychic where you're like no I'm gonna get into it I'm gonna struggle for this you know it's just it is for the it's love like getting into the lottery for the money. Yeah yeah exactly. like oh you, you got a shot right and there are some <laughs> lunatics that are like that like oh one day my number's gonna I hit. got a system yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been we, counting the numbers if we all get all our friends and we split it but um no I I think that like you have to in this business have to to be willing to, you know, have this show tonight be the biggest show of your fucking life. Yeah. That's just, if you're three years, two years, and you're like, oh, I'm going to the Fairfield Comedy Club, there's going to be 80, 100 people there, and I'm going up and I'm working with this person, that needs to be the fucking, like, but I remember, dude, I, I drove to Milwaukee to, to, to lose money. They were like, yeah, we're gonna, you're going to feature, it's going to be sold out, you're going to feature for this guy, and you're going to make, we, we upped it to 350 for the weekend, three fifty. I drove with my brother, so I ended up spending like two hundred on gas. Mm-hmm. So now I'm at one hundred fifty plus eating plus doing anything. Plus so you, you figure like sleep so, somewhere, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We got a, we didn't. I heard that like the hotel they were putting me up in was like a meth. I mean, uh, like the, <laughs> kind of like a meth lab in this condo. So me and my brother stayed at a Howard Johnson's. So by the time it was done, I probably lost two hundred. Yeah, but packed out. Every night, amazing Wisconsin fans. Thank you so much for coming out, dude. Headline it was like, and it was like, yeah, you gotta. Nobody gets into this to be like, oh, those twenty five dollars spots in the city are gonna do everything. It may help you pay your rent, but nobody's doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just gotta love it. I. uh... The love is is yeah. But yeah, but it is funny. I've you know I've talked to other comics and you know they'll get like you know you get frustrated like oh things didn't break right or like this didn't happen or that didn't happen and it's almost I almost like get sad. I'm like oh it's like. Like, I get it. I, it makes sense to me. But it's like, oh, it's like some of the fun's been taken. Some just like the pure joy of it. Yeah. Um, you know, is removed. And, you know, I, I feel it sometimes, too. You know, like I there's nights when I'm like here and I'm like, oh, yeah. Like yeah. tonight with like 80 people. Like, that's great. I'm like, this yeah. is a blast. And there's other nights where I'm just like, ah, shit. You yeah. know what? I'm here every weekend. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going home. Um, <laughs> and, and then I go home and uh, while you're telling a joke, like, you're daydreaming <laughs> about watching Shark Tank, like on stage. I'll tell you, but then I get home and I'm like, oh, I should have stayed at that fucking club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing about the grass is always yeah. not always greener. Doesn't matter where yeah. you go. <laughs> no, it's so true. Like, I, yeah, like I'll rush. I was saying before, so like this New Year's is the first New Year's. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm like, and I and I've had some great times, but I, I did the the egg and um. Albany mm-hmm. and I rushed home to get home it was a nice theater I rushed home I got paid and I was like I'm gonna be home with my family when the ball drops this is gonna be amazing and my wife didn't think I'm gonna make it and I literally like pulled in my driveway it was like 11.51 or like 11.49 and I get there and like the lights are dim they're like half sleeping my wife's like do you want a glass of wine I'm gonna go to bed and I'm like why did I? I should have either. I should have either stayed out and just got hammered and got a hotel room, or you know, not done the gig. But um, yeah, you always think it's gonna be the other yeah. way. So I don't know. I just feel generally I've gotten too old for New Year's. I, that that sounds like how my New Year's just play out. I oh, last year we had a couple people over. And, uh, you know, for dinner, I'm like, oh, we'll hang out, we'll do dinner, we'll do drinks, we'll party all night. Like 1030, they're like, all right, we're going to go home. And I'm like, 1030. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and But then I was like, after they left, I'm like, oh, well, this isn't so bad. 
<laughs> it's like lay down on the couch, go to sleep. Like <laughs> yeah, me and my wife played cards one night and just listened to like the Rock and Eve. Yeah, and then like we had like a glass of jam- and it was the best. <laughs> it was the fucking best. I, I honestly like if I didn't make it to midnight, I would not. I, all right, fine. You know who cares? <laughs> Could you imagine standing in Times Square? I don't get how people fucking do that with year like after year. Confetti sticking to your insane. face, and you're just cold. And you have to like wear a diaper or some yeah, shit. Not or to like mention a, the security risk oh that you're a sitting duck. If yeah. God forbid, it's like wh- I want to be <laughs> away from that. It's there's no bright side to it. I don't understand how they pack that out year after year. I it just I I think that if there's any proof that people are stupid. It's Times I Square agree. on New Year's. I, I, it, it's, it's the same people, I think, that just go wild for Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, like that just storm a fucking, they this storm the a Walmart. That makes me think we live in a simulation. I'm yeah. like, there's no way real fucking people <laughs> would be in Times Square. This is like a video game, and that's the background. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and, and like, I could not stand online at 4 o'clock in the morning for like 30 bucks off. I mean, I just. <sighs> I couldn't stand in line for anything. <laughs> I could never stand in line, man. When I lived in the city and like yeah. people would go to like clubs, if there was a line, yeah. I'm like, uh, there's a fucking Irish pub right here. I think I'll go get a fucking drink. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I, yeah, no, I'm with you. I did stand in line for sneakers recently. I, <laughs> yeah, that I did. Yeah, yeah, I love sneakers. Like, I'm, yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, you get, yeah, I'm definitely. I'm kind of. It's been like three years strong now. I, it started about five years ago. Yeah, but now three years, it's strong. What's your uh, What's your favorite? I'm a Jordan. I'm a Jordan and an Air Max guy. Yeah. I like the Air Max One, the original Air Maxes that came out, the first Air Max that ever came out. Yeah, I like those. It's hard to get really the like. I, I'm a solid color guy. Mm-hmm. I don't like always, but I mean, I will if if something really strikes me. And then um, there's a few Jordans I like. I like the Jordan um, Ones. Mm-hmm. I like the Jordan Threes, um, and th- those are like my. Like my main, yeah. The threes are, you know, those that, Jordan those ones are, are sick. Those, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing, the only knock on the Jordan ones is they're not always so comfortable. Really? Yeah. Jordan actually stopped wearing them, but he used to wear them in the garden sometimes, even when they would blister his foot, just because they were them. Yeah. But his favorites to wear were actually the Elevens. Okay. When he played. See, I got to learn this stuff. So I'm big into the Vans, so I buy a lot of Vans. I love Vans, and you actually had one here. Um, those are sick with the writing and stuff, but you had one here. I think it was either the last time I was here or the time before that you had these vans on. And I was like, because I like a nice pair of vans, yeah. too. I don't do it the way you do, but you you'd got a good were collection. Were the of red them. patent leather ones, maybe? I don't or? know. They were good, though. I got I got a few that I like for the shows. and uh, Yeah. Yeah, but I, I've been buying a lot of vans, and now I'm kind of like getting into like, oh, people are like buying these, reselling stuff at more. And I've, I've always liked Nike. I haven't worn many Nike, but I, I'm like, I think I want to get a pair of Jordans like just to have. Yeah. So I'm trying to decide what to get. So if I'm getting like my first pair of Jordans, like what, what do you think? If you're gonna get your first pair, I would, I would definitely, I would, if I was you, I would definitely look at ones because you One. have such an unbelievable, you know, variety. Of colorways, yeah. So I mean, you could go, yeah, and they just and they look all great look on, good, and they yeah. all look good on stage. They all look great in jeans. They're almost like you could wear them out, like not formally, but kind of like loosely formally, yeah. Because they're just they're That's just. That's what I like about the Vans black and white old schools. They can like kind of yeah, and they're just so classic. Over. Yeah, you know, they're just so classic. So I think if I was you, you're gonna I would go with like a pair of ones. And then, and, but you could look look at all of them because you something may hit you that's like, oh, maybe I'm a four guy, maybe I'm a that's you know. That's the fucking problem, man. I was looking through like uh, StockX, do you know StockX? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm on there. 
<laughs> and I'm like, there's too many. Like, I need somebody to, like, point me in the right direction. So Jordan 1s, that's good. That that lowers it down to, I think, only about a million different pairs. But I think if you go get a good pair of Jordan 1s, you're going to get hooked. Yeah. My son is 10 years old. He's a bigger sneakerhead than everybody, anybody I know. Yeah. And he knows every one of them. He's on StockX all the time. He's 10. And I'm just like, not that we buy them, but, like, he, he wants those. I feel like there's got to be a way to game StockX. It just seems like a gameable type thing. I think, like, you and me, we hook up. We start, like, you know, controlling the markets a little bit, like, <laughs> underbidding on some shit and then, like, dropping them, selling them, go. like, really low. Now I don't know. you're talking. I just think there's some way. I haven't figured out exactly how, yeah. but it just seems like kind of a closed market system that doesn't yeah. have it, too many users where a few people, if they were working together, could manipulate the market. We could start a fake board going, this is overpriced. I'm not. Yeah. Go to this one. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, you got a following. Let's start. Let's start using it. To, I don't know. And then StockX sues me for everything. I if I start making money, then StockX takes. Don't it. worry. As soon as we start putting this in, I'll pull this episode. There will be no proof. This will only be up until once this episode is gone. People will know Joe and Paul have taken over StockX. All the sneaker community. This is going to be like my Ukraine call. I'm going to be like, I was. That was not, a perfect was podcast. <laughs> it was a perfect podcast. Oh, that's so fucking funny. I'm like, they were like, were you on Joe's podcast talking about this? I go, that was a normal. We didn't say anything about that's so funny. Did Joe say that he loves your ass? That sounds like something Joe would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, Paul, I got to tell you, it's, it's always so good to have you here. And oh, catch man, up likewise, with you. dude. Uh, I'm excited uh, for 2020. I'm excited for your year. I think it's going to be fun. Thank um, you, man. But, uh, yeah, thanks again for doing the pod. Thanks for being here. Thanks for Let's having me, dude. I'll soon. always come back. I'm 45 minutes away from here. This is like a second home, and I love Emilio and you guys, so it's great. We uh, we feel the same way. Thanks, man. Peace, Paul. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast. If you enjoyed the listen, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, special thanks to Eric Donnelly of the Alternate Roots for our amazing theme song, to Brendan Ruane at Light Switch Advisor for our website and social media needs. Check him out if you need any help in those areas. And of course, to Vans who provide all of our footwear. Have a good one.